This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. Europe's will to counter Russia is being tested by Vladimir Putin. He has hit Brussels where it hurts the most. Gas supplies. Russia's energy giant Gazprom has stopped sending gas to two European countries, Poland and Bulgaria. Europe is calling it economic blackmail. Russia says, we already warned you. And technically, they're right. They did. Last month, Putin asked all buyers to pay for gas supplies in rubles. Poland and Bulgaria refused. So Russia has cut off their supplies. Bulgaria's prime minister is calling it a breach of contract. He says his country will not succumb to such rackets. The suspension of gas supplies from Gazprom is a gross violation of their contract and is blackmail for using a non-contractual plan for payment in rubles through third parties, which does not guarantee either the supply or the money of the Bulgarians. We will not succumb to such a racket. Bulgaria is also reviewing all agreements with Gazprom, including the agreement on transit through Bulgaria, because one-sided blackmail is not acceptable. Ray words. But can Bulgaria live without Russian energy? Around 90% of their gas is delivered by Gazprom. Right now, the lights are on in Sofia. There is no rationing, no power cuts. But in the long run, Bulgaria needs a resilient alternative. Same for Poland. Around 45% of their natural gas comes from Russia. Right now, their gas storage is 76% full. So no immediate danger of the lights going off. But if this suspension drags on, Poland will be in trouble. And Vladimir Putin knows that. You see, energy is not like ketchup or frozen meat. You cannot switch producers easily. You need massive pipelines for transport. You need storage facilities. You need containers and freights. None of this can be built or changed overnight. And Russia is banking on that. They're hoping this pressure will force Europe to climb down, maybe hold off on sanctions. But EU chief Ursula von der Leyen says Europe has a plan. This is something the European Commission has been preparing for in close coordination and solidarity with member states and international partners. Our response will be immediate, united and coordinated. First, we will ensure that Gazprom's decision has the least possible impact on European consumers. Both Poland and Bulgaria are now receiving gas from their EU neighbours. And this shows, first of all, the immense solidarity among us. European leaders cannot complete one sentence without that word, solidarity. Let's put that to the test. Russia supplies gas to 23 European countries. Put together, they make up 40% of Europe's gas. So why was only Poland and Bulgaria targeted? Why does Germany still have Russian gas or Hungary? Well, we can think of two reasons. A, Putin is switching off one tap at a time. Or B, not everyone in Europe is sticking to the sanctions. Take Hungary, for instance. Their prime minister is more than happy to pay in rubles. He said so openly. But some others are doing it discreetly, it seems. Let me show you this report. It says 10 European companies have opened accounts at the Gazprom Bank. Now, why would they do that? Russia is not exactly famous for top-class banking services. So the objective is clear. These companies are planning to make payments in rubles. At least four of them have already done so. And chances are more European companies will do the same. 
Take Uniper, for example, Germany's largest importer of Russian gas. It says it is possible to pay Russia in rubles and at the same time not violate European sanctions. How will they do that? Only Brussels can tell us. This economic warfare could trigger an energy crisis in Europe, especially if Germany is involved. And if that happens, Europe will have to put its people first. You just heard what Ursula von der Leyen said. First, we will ensure that Gazprom's decision has the least possible impact on European consumers. That's what every country is looking for, to insulate their own people from Putin's war. India too is doing the same. In April last year, oil was selling for $63 per barrel. This year, it's more than $100 per barrel. For you and me, that means inflation. To offset this, the government of India is importing cheaper oil from Russia, or India is importing, the government is allowing that, and a lot of it. Last year, India's total oil imports from Russia were 16 million barrels, 16 million for the whole year. In 2022, that has more than doubled. Since the invasion, India has ordered 40 billion barrels from Russia. That's 40 million in around two months. It's definitely a lot. But it's nothing compared to Europe's purchases. They buy 2.3 million barrels a day from Russia. We did the math, that's around 138 million barrels since the invasion. Now, technically, this is Europe's decision to make. Their people need Russian gas, so Europe continues to buy it. But the problem is the double standards. All the lectures to India, all the promises to stop buying from Russia, turns out not everyone in Europe is following that advice. Right now, Europe has enough gas to survive Russia's cuts, but a new month is just days away. If payments are not made, Russia could turn the whole thing off. So Europe must make a choice here. Given to Russia, a ration power. Let's see which way Brussels goes.